1: Hello, everybody. Hello. How are you doing? Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, We have some great news from the Starship Foundation today, too. So I want to say thanks to everybody during the stream, during the um, Rocket Lab stream. Got to move you guys over here so I can see you. Uh, During the Rocket Lab stream, uh, we donated $100 to help sick kids. So we raised enough money to um, to help out some kids with the Starship Foundation. And today we donated, uh, actually donated to him. So I sent out the the donation today. So I'm pretty happy with that. And I want to say thanks to everybody who's actually helped. Here's the, um, so you guys can can see, here's the receipt. I had to to block out some stuff so you didn't see personal information. But here's the receipt for it so you guys can see. And I'll post that again on uh, Twitter, etc. So there you go. There you go. We did it. We did it. We raised a hundred bucks for sick kids uh, through the starship foundation uh, via the um, rocket lab launch. So I'm really proud of everybody for helping out. Thank you so much for that. It really does help. And you know, the kids are better off. Can't do it without the kids. The kids are the future, right? So here we go. Um, So we did it. Good job, everybody. Yes. Let's do it again in the future too. I'm pretty excited about that. I really hope we can do another one in the future. So maybe we can do a fundraiser, you know, every once in a while. I don't know when, but we can figure it out because I think it will be really cool. And I think it's a really, really good idea to help people out that need the help. So thank you so much for that. Um, Grug, what's up, Sherry, how you doing Cynthia? Hello, Matthew, Andre. Hello, this is an awesome morning. It is an awesome morning, Andre. I agree. And Neil is here, of course. Neil uh, is the uh, the man behind the first Starship video, and we're going to be working on uh, more Starship videos in the future. But I want to kind of like step back today. This is what we're doing today. We're stepping back because we had the first video. It's doing really well. It's almost at 100,000 views. So I'm going to take a step back because we had a bunch of comments on YouTube about like, like a few different things. So And I can paraphrase some of them. Because some of them are just, some of them were just funny. Like some of them are just like, look, this is not going to work. And we're like, yeah, we, we know it might not work, but we're kind of, you know, we're artisting this thing, right? We're we're being artists here. We're, we're conceptualizing this. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. So what I want to do today is kind of like take a step back. A uh, supplemental log, if you will, for the first Starship video, the interior, which is the flight deck. And the observation deck it's the same thing same area right so and we have a few things to go over today as you can see here the starship interior um is you know that's the, that's the first bullet point windows 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 we had a bunch of people saying like the windows are just going to implode or you know this is not going to work people are going to get sucked out into space or whatever so we're going to talk about some windows today we're going to talk about the materials of those windows why why would spacex choose windows um cameras instead of windows so this is all like windows basically launch deck is a hazard maybe so and there's different ways that it could be a hazard and then starship crew quarters we're gonna we're gonna end on that which is going to be um kind of how and where people will live when they're on starship traveling to mars so the very end the starship crew quarters it's just kind of like a like a, you throw ideas at me, I throw ideas at you, and then we kind of we just have a discussion, and that's what this whole thing is about is a discussion. Can we add seats in a circle? <laughs> yes, we can can we add seats in a circle inside the circle, too? Love the beanie, Thank you. It's cold today. It's chilly, so yeah, we got to We gotta do the beanie today. Um, the interior design is so futuristic. I know it looks so cool, man. It looks so cool. I'm so pumped about it. And we're we're working on the next deck and um in some other decks too. We're we're conceptualizing a bunch of things, storyboarding things and getting things ready. Oh, oh look what, what look who we got here. Oh, she's gone. I was gonna say, There goes Scrappy. She's whining about something. She's like she came up here. Came up here, scratched her butt and then left. <laughs> that was gonna be like, Hey, here's Scrappy, but she just took off. Um it looks like a spinning, you oh, remember that thing, Andre, you know, the thing that you're talking, is that the thing where you like you sit up against the wall and then it spins and then you like go and get sucked up against the wall <laughs> space now. what's up, man, cold here to only 61 outside what 61 it's like 30, 36 here, <laughs> 61 when I was in San Diego, when I lived in San Diego. What was that? When I lived in San Diego, um, it it would get to like 60 degrees, and I would see people outside with like hoodies and like long pants on and stuff. And I'm like flip flops and shorts. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you guys doing? This is that's not cold. Um, Do you think they'll use the same seats as Dragon? So what? So I'm gonna show you guys a couple things that we worked on. Um, So here's a here's the seats that we worked on. And they're pretty similar to the dragon seats, if not the exact same thing. So these are the seats that we had in our first conceptualizing or concept concept video for the interior of uh, Starship. And these are pretty much the crew dragon seats. Um, You know, in nothing, nothing from SpaceX has come out that says what kind of seating they're going to be using, what kind of... um, you know, what kind of arrangement they're going to be using for the seating. So we came up with the idea, Neil came up with the idea of a circle, a circle looks cool and you can put the the hole in the middle, which is pretty cool too. Um, Neil, if you have any, if you want to chime in and let anybody know, you know, any, any reasons why you chose a, like the circle design other than, you know, it fits the space pretty well. Um, then I can under you know, you know, just chime in and let us know. So that would be, that would be pretty cool. I think this, the circle, um, I like the circle for zero gravity reasons. I do see, I love the circle. I'm a circle fan. You know, if we can, you keep it in the same, uh, uh, what's it the same design as the rocket, right? The rocket is a tube. It's a circle. Um, they should have multiple levels, Grug. Okay, let's see here. There's have multiple levels for the Earth to Earth travel design. What do you think? I do love the circle. Um, but there's a, there's a few other things about this deck that we're going to talk about today. Um, in the, my favorite thing to talk about is the launch deck, like the hazard of it. Because people, people are crazy about that. Circle was chosen. So Neil says the circle was chosen for cool factor, for out-of-the-ordinary spaceship design. It's open, spacious. This is luxury. Right? And you have to have luxury, you know, because you're a human being, right? And you're traveling to parts unknown. Literally, no one's ever been there. So no one's been to, a, to Mars. No one's been on a trip to Mars before. So you got to make it nice. You got to make it comfortable. You got to make it look good. All right, so that was that was the design choice that Neil chose. Um, you thought Starship would have seats that are on the side of a vertical wall. Possibly. You know, that's a that's thing. You know, it's possible. This is all a concept. So this is, like Neil said, it's a cool factor. So we're designing these things as, like, it could work. It could possibly work. But also, it's just going to look cool. You know, like, that's the... That's what it comes down to. We want to make a like a luxurious, beautiful place for people to um, to live while they travel to uh, to Mars. So you know, is it gonna be like the right way to do it, the quote, right way to do it, you know, the engineering way to do it? Maybe. But also, it's possible that this is not the right way to do it. But this is it it looks cool, like Neil said. It looks really cool. Um, 100 seats. It would definitely have to be different. Yes. Don't panic (laughs) yet. That was so. So these renders are from Neopork, and if you haven't checked out Neopork stuff, Neo is one of the best starship renderers right now. Like one of the one of the best uh, designers for starship stuff. So um, we partnered with Neo to get you know these renders, these amazing renders of starship, and I'm just going to go through a couple of them so you can kind of see you know, like this is from the captain's seat looking out towards Mars as you're heading towards the red planet. Um, and then, you know, out the, out the giant windows and like, how cool would it be if you're, you know, you launch to Mars and you see out these giant windows. And I feel bad for the people on the other side where they're like, I can't see like Mars is behind me somewhere. And like, you have to (laughs) You know, I feel bad for those people, but everybody else, there's like four seats there, four or five seats. Actually, like, like maybe three, maybe three of those seats. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Where they're like, can't see it. You know, like they have to reach, they have to look behind them. Um Yeah, so and if you have a question about Starship, um, it's easier for me to see them if you tag me. Um do the do at Space News Pod, and it's easier for me to see them. Um the look is also designed to inspire the public. People need to be on board literally and figuratively with starship. The plan to go to Mars, uh, investor money will be needed. Yes. That's what Neil says about this one. I don't see them ever sending hundred people to Mars in a starship. It's too many for six months. Yeah. And that's why we chose, what is it? 16 in this circle. It was, it was 16, right? 16 or 18. I can't remember exactly, but, um, because you need, you need room to send this many like to send people to mars because you need places for people to sleep You need people uh, places for people to play and to enjoy themselves because it's going to be a long journey and you also need places for people to grow food and you know uh do people things in general work out etc so that brings us to like this area up here let me see if i can well, that's, that's from a top down ver- uh, view and this area right here, this is the captain's area right around here. They have a giant screen on top of them and you know, they just like the crew dragon, the type, the screens above them and they, you know, they control it like that. So, um, that is the, uh, that is the, the crew area there. And this is from outside. This is what it would look like from outside of the ship. Lobby what's up okay what about a sunshade they need a sunshade it's gonna get really bright in there maybe there's um some sort of um some sort of glass you know you know it's sort of like glasses that turn into sunglasses like it's compared to you know the the brightness outside the uh the windows would shade themselves I forgot what that's called um, is there anything preventing windows in 360 degrees um, reentry? Reentry. So they need uh, they need a solid tiled spot on the bottom for reentry, or the windows might burn up. Um, if the starship go into a spin, do you all stick to the walls? I guess it depends on how fast you spin and where you are in in relation to the starship like inside. So check this out. I want, so this is a thing like, I'm going to jump ahead. Uh, where was it? Top down. Let me zoom out a little bit. So say if you're in like, so say if you come out of this hatch, right? This hole in the middle, right? The the transport hole, if you just keep floating up and you have just enough momentum to get stuck, let me see, like to get stuck right about here but you have nothing to grab onto. That was one of the things, and I'm kind of jumping around here, but that was one of the things that somebody was, was talking about. Like, there's nothing to grab onto here. Like, that's one of the dangers. It's like, do you, like, if you're like fingertips away from something, how are you going to get out of there? You know, like, how are you going to, how are you going to save yourself? (laughs) So like, will there be, you know, pull bars and things like that? So you don't get stuck. Probably, you know, in the actual Starship, there's probably, they're probably going to take a lot of inspiration from the space station. Um, someone uh, suggested the entire wall being a screen. I say, why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we could do anything. See, because this is all just concept stuff right now. We don't know. Nobody knows what's going to be on the interior of the Starship. Like literally, unless you're an engineer at SpaceX or, you know, an engineer at SpaceX that has leaked information, I haven't heard anything about like the actual interior of the starship other than what they've like, they've had concepts for it before. Right. So the the stuff we came up with and the stuff they came up with, we're kind of mixing art and science here and art and engineering. So, um, yeah, so, so it's kind of a, a mix between like reality and fantasy. That's what all of this stuff is all about right now, because we don't know. We literally don't know. We could we could guess, and we can make our best guesses, but when it comes down to it, we they haven't even flown one of these things yet. Like, literally, they haven't flown one yet. So, like, when they get done, they have to do structural tests. They have to figure out how people are going to survive in this thing. What's the best way for them to sit? There's so many different ways that people can um, just, like, just live in a starship, and this is our concept. So... Lost in a starship gamer. Exactly. Like what if, what if you just get stuck and you're just like floating, you know, how, and you're just like looking around like, okay. And then you have to call down to your buddy. You're like, Hey Jim, you know, fly up through this tube. and Push me a little bit. (laughs) Ropes. (laughs) Ropes would be kind of funny. Yeah. If this, if the windows are screens, I would be set. Yeah. That's another thing too. So the window of materials. So let's take a look. Let's take a, let's, let's actually think about that for a second cameras instead of windows, right? Let's check that one off cameras instead of windows. So instead of these big, beautiful windows like this, what if you had, what if those were just screens on the inside, right? And it looks like windows, but it's not actually windows, but you have this whole wall of screens like Neil said earlier. Um, so is that safer than having windows? Possibly, you know, the, the windows that we're thinking of are, you know, they're developed by let's see here. Uh, let's see. What's this stuff called transparent, aluminum, aluminum, oxynitride. So it's this stuff, super nerdy stuff, right? It's transparent aluminum. It's bulletproof. Um, there's some radiation protection with it, but, you know, can you add a little bit more radiation protection with something like lead, you know, possibly. And you think about it, of course, space travel is expensive and you need to save every single ounce for flight, but also you don't want people to die in space. So you want, you might want to like have a little bit of lead in there somewhere, but it might, I don't know, it might be dangerous i'm not a uh i'm not a window expert i'm not a space window expert so um you know it's possible that that you could do both uh, but it's probably you know i don't know if it would be safer probably be safer to not have windows to be honest with you led panels with a camera now what happens if the ca- if the camera burns up or if the camera gets foggy those are another things that you have to think about if the camera gets foggy for some reason or if the if the chip blows out or something in one of the cameras and you lose all visibility or you lose some visibility and if you have windows possibility that you know depending on what they're made of people are in harm's way so there's trade-offs for everything the truman show (laughs) gordon i know right it sounds like it right um also if the windows are screens the flat earthers will still think it's fake (laughs) probably you never know what people are thinking man Um, have water stored in the walls for radiation protection, plastic mug. We actually had a discussion about that the other day. Um, How are we going to protect our astronauts when they fly to Mars? Like what's, what's the protection? We went through a bunch of different um, design ideas and we came up with put junk in the way, (laughs) not literally junk in the way, but put stuff in the way, you know, between where the radiation is coming from, right? It's sort of like line of sight where the radiation is coming from pretty much everywhere. Put something in between the radiation and you. So what you got to do is you put the water, um, you know, or food or, um, you know, storage stuff between you and the radiation. So it, it depends on how much radiation is out there and how thick you have to make these protective layers. There's a foam out there as well. I believe we talked about a foam, Neil, um, that you could use in between yourself and the radiation. So, yeah, we need to we need to think about that, and that's for future episodes. We're also designing new Starship episodes too. So we have another deck coming after this that um, is going to be really cool. We're conceptualizing it right now, talking to Neo, getting him on board, and we're storyboarding it um, the next week or so and uh, coming up with ideas for what how people will survive and live in space. It's going to be it's going to be so cool. I can't wait. I can't wait and being a guy who's like who wants to kind of like live in a in a transport van and like drive around the country on my own and just like work and and live everywhere like this is going to be super fun for me I can't wait um could they use one-way mirrors for the starship windows possibly that might be you know to reflect the sun out but you can see out but the sun can't see in that might be a possibility too um But you can't put internal stress in it like tempered glass john see that's the other thing like how how big can you make the windows without them being structurally uh, being a structural deterrent right so if you want to make these gigantic gigantic windows and like this how many how much structure do you need around the window that's why neo did like all of these cross braces too because you do the vertical and the horizontal braces, but you also have the the cross braces. So each one of those could be a little triangle, right? It, it might not be one big sheet of glass. Those could all be little triangles, um, of glass. So they're they're like the little, you know, we, we do that on the space station, right? So we have the space station, um, window. You always see the astronauts floating above it and they're looking down at Earth, right? And that's just a bunch of triangles, basically, a bunch of shapes that are in. A uh, structure. Um, people to Mars will be in virtual reality via Neuralink, so they will be asleep for six months. therefore a hundred people possible. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I I wish we could. I wish we could just send people. You know, send people a hundred people to Mars. That would be amazing. But you know, it's probably not possible. There's not enough room. The cupola, yeah, the cupola. There we go. I forgot the name. Good, good, good. Um, I'd be okay with small limited windows and big screen if it was cheaper. I don't think they really care about cost. I don't think they care, Kyle. I think they're just going to build what they need to build. It just be like, this is crazy, but we're going to do it anyway. Because Elon Musk is now officially the second uh, richest person on earth. So that we know of, I mean, there's also people that don't disclose their amount of money, but as far as we know, Elon Musk is the second richest person. So he could be like, you know what? Let's make this thing cool. Let's make it awesome. So yeah, it could, I don't think they're going to care about costs at this point. going to fix There we go. This thing's bugging me. I got to, there we go. got to find that, that rope. Um, thinking half scale deployable zero G tennis net. <laughs> uh, nice dude. That would be, that would be fun. That'd be really fun. It'd be fun to play tennis in space. Um, Working on the Neil says latest thing is polyethylene fiber stacked layers. Oh, yeah, okay, polyethylene, and that's really, really light, isn't it, Neil? Yeah, that's super light. That's just foam, right? 16 per starship sends six. Or, oh, yeah, 100 people. Yeah, we could just send a bunch of starships. That might be a, a really good idea. So we talked a bunch about windows, so we can we can check the windows, windows, windows off, and then windows materials. So we talked about that a little bit. Um, so we had the windows materials, which are um, lead. So here's some lead glass, leaded X-ray glass too that we found. Leaded X-ray glass. It's got to be heavy because it's lead, a little bit heavier. But if this thing can, you know. If this thing is going to launch people to Mars, it's going to have enough thrust to put a little bit of lead in the windows. So leaded X-ray glass, also referred to as radiation shielding glass or lead glass, is leaded glass that provides shielded protection by absorbing the energy of radiation. The shielding effect is created by a high concentration of lead and barium, and the glass can be optically clear or have a slight yellow tint. Lead lined glass is manufactured in a variety of sizes, shapes, and thicknesses. So combine this, right, X-ray glass with aluminum oxynitrate, um you know um transparent aluminum elon and you got a winner i think for the glass i'm not sure i'm not sure exactly what they're going to what they're going to come up with but they're probably going to come up with something in between and then we have this which is the orion uh capsule radiation handout via nasa so let's take a look at the right side over here radiation effects on human since we're talking about radiation in windows Um, acute radiation felt almost immediately when a large dose, let me see if I can zoom in on this. There we go. When a large dose of radiation is accumulated in a short amount of time, nausea, vomiting, fatigue, and central nervous system diseases, uh, which can lead to changes in motor function and behavior. Um, Chronic effects can be experienced decades after exposure. So both of those are possible during space flight, long duration space flight. Um, the radiation environment of deep space is very different from that at Earth's surface or in low Earth orbit. For people outside the protection of Earth's magnetic field, space radiation is a serious hazard. So we have to think about that with these windows too because, you know, that's part of the part of the thing. Um, ionizing, this type of radiation is emitted as immense clouds of high-energy charged particles th- uh, thought to originate from supernovas. Um, so trapped radiation solar energetic particles and ultraviolet radiation too there's so much there's so much information uh orion space radiation protection this is how we can also kind of like kind of kind of gauge what the radiation is going to be like and what we can do to actually like um mitigate the damages of radiation for our starship um for our starship crew here so Orion is designed for both short missions to nearby destinations, long, de- long, de- long destination missions to Mars that will last more than three years. So they're, they're already think of it at NASA. As the average long duration space flights for Americans have lasted about six months and have taken place inter- entirely within low Earth orbit. NASA must be prepared to do with significant uh, radiation. Orion will use the mass that is already on. So this is the important part right here. Orion will use the mass that is already on board to protect its crew by creating a temporary shelter in the aft bay of the spacecraft, which is the inside portion closest to the heat shield. The location minimizes the amount of equipment to move around while maximizing the amount of material that can be placed between the crew and the outside environment. The mass that will be used includes supplies, equipment and, and uh, equipment and launch and re-entry seats, as well as water and food. So they're basically, like I was saying before, there's junk in the way. <laughs> Like they're putting seats, stuff they use for launch, like all this equipment, they're just going to like stack it up. By using the items already on board, the astronauts benefit from additional shielding without adding to Orion's mass. So they could do something similar with with, uh, Starship. Put things in the way. Uh, Use Neil's foam. I forgot what it was. Uh, I have to read up there. Polyethylene um, for the foam. We could do that. What non-rocket form of space transportation besides the uh, warp drive do you think is the coolest? Ooh, that's pretty cool. Uh, let's keep it on topic though. Let's try. Let's stay on the Starship today because that's what we're talking about. That's a pretty cool question though. Um, yeah, we got. So we got some windows. We got some windows materials. We got some radiation protection. We got a little bit of the launch deck as a hazard. We talked about that. Um, So what else can you see? Okay. Let me, let me show you guys the launch deck that we created. Okay. So this is the launch deck. I'll do it from sort of the top down. Actually, you know what we'll do it from this, this angle right here. So from our design, what do you think? Like, I want to know what chat thinks. What do you think is the most dangerous part of our design? Because I know what I was, what I'm thinking, but I want to know what you guys are thinking. Um, because I think, uh, there's, there's a few things that I can see that, you know, could, could be a bad thing for some people. Probably the windows DeMunk says. Probably the windows windows are big. The windows are big. I think they can make them really small, like little triangles. It would be pretty cool. No railing on the hole. Neil, that was one of mine too. No railing on the hole. There's no way to stop yourself or pull yourself. Um, free space with nothing to grip. Yeah, that was one of mine too. Free space with nothing to grip. Though I love the idea that there's so much space. Like we were saying before, there's nothing to really grab onto. Like, you would, you might literally get into the middle here, like right about here, and have nothing to grab onto. And you're just, or like above the seats, like over here, and you're just like inches away, centimeters away from grabbing something. Sharp objects. Andre says sharp objects. Windows, no rails or grab bars. Sharp object. Yeah, that's true. We do have some sharp objects in there. Those window screens, you could conk your head on that. Remember that the seats will disappear on, during the trip. They will fold down into the floor. That's true. That's true. That's true. I forgot to tell the, tell everybody about that. Um, so this will be a wide open space to fly around in. So even, um, even more space for people to get stuck. <laughs> so that's even that's even cooler. That's funny. Just swim in the air, right? You're like floating around. Like when people sleep in the space station, their arms go up like this. Right, so like. And I always think of, you know, they look like monsters when they're sleeping. But when you said swimming, I was like, yeah, what are you going to do? It's not going to really do anything. Your arms are just going to move around. Uh, But it's pretty cool because I love the idea. I love the concept of wide open because you're going to need space when, um, when you're on your way to Mars because it's a long trip, right? And you need your space. You need to have a place where you can just go hang out, right? You need a place where you can go hang out, where you can observe the universe, because no one's ever seen this before. Literally, no one has seen what these people will see. This is a brand new thing. Like like mummies, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like mummies. Like old school cartoon mummies. Um, it could be, you know, it, it's going to be a beautiful place. And if they put things, like if they put systems in place to make it even better, um, you know, like footholds, handholds, bars, grab bars, pull bars. Um, I think that would be amazing. And this room might have to have pads. Now, I don't know if you guys can see this very well, but at the top here, up here, I don't know if you can see my cursor moving around, right above the SNP, we have storage available up here. So these could be, you know, it could be storage for, um, you know, camera equipment, Um, you know, uh, Neil mentioned earlier that there's exercise equipment that could go in here. So yeah, it could be a, could be a thing. The seats should all face the same way facing the window based on how it re-enters into the atmosphere. We've heard that a bunch too. We've heard that a bunch of times that people would just get flung around in like the seats would, because the way that they reenter the seats would get, you know, some of the people would get crushed because their G forces would push them sideways. They'd get crushed humans need certain amount of cubic feet or inches to breathe and relax. I agree, Andre. Yeah, I agree. And that's what this whole area is about. It's about, you know, relaxing, hanging out. And I mean, there's a utility to it, which is launch and land. But also, like Neil said, the seats disappear into the ground. They get stored under the ground, under the floor. And then this whole area is open, wide open. And maybe that's where, when the seats disappear... Into the ground, we could put some footholds, some handholds, uh, exercise equipment. Like, how cool would it be, dude? Come on, bruh. If you're in this area and you're riding an exercise bike and you're looking out this window and what you see is that, you know, but without the seats, right? You're just like, you're orbiting Mars for a little bit and like on your exercise bike. And you're hanging out and you're watching Mars, you know, you're watching, you know, uh, nebulas and stuff. Nebulae from the captain's seat. Maybe that's what you see as you're, you know, if you're this close, you're probably not going to have exercise machines, but you know what I'm saying. Temperature control, clean air, recirculation of pressure in cabin is a factor that matters a lot. Agreed, Andre. Where's the route for downflow for the methane header tank? Oh yeah, good call, Joseph. Good call. We'll have to think about that for the next renders. Uh, we're just dreaming. Yes, we are just dreaming. Um, yeah, that's this is this is everybody's vision too. Like you saying like we're just dreaming, man. We're we're explorers too. We want to have like the coolest experience when we're on starship. So that's what we're going for here. Can we add like human harnesses to the flat wall in case of emergency? Like in case if something goes wrong and this the ship. Start spinning or something. Um, human harnesses. I don't know if they have. I don't know if that's ever been a thing. Has it? Um, could the starship always have the heat shield facing the sun while traveling? Probably. That would probably cool it down so much. They'd probably use less. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah, solar panels pop out. Yeah, Neil, exactly. Solar panels pop out. That would be great. Or there would be. They'd use solar panels at that point. Um, yeah. So we have storage up here, and we have this beautiful. Like, think about this. Think about this light, right? So sometimes dark space is dark. Then we have the circular light at the top. Beautiful light. Beautiful lighting in the middle. Uh, for everybody that like decides to hang out here the control deck um you know will always be available it might not always be in that position but it's always going to be available in case something were to happen there will also be you know monitors throughout the the ship so people can you know if the captain's uh, like three or four decks below or whatever they have to have information available to them at all times so it's kind of like star trek like where you just walk up to a, uh, a screen on the wall Or whatever. And, um, you know, there's information. Is that top link under the header? Or is a top link under the header tank? I believe so. I believe so. 100 people definitely can't fit in this on a mission to bars. Yeah, that's why we chose uh, between 15 and 20 people. So anywhere in between there. I think we came up with 16. Is that right, Neil? We got 16. But Earth to Earth travel, that's what they plan on doing. Yeah, and it's not gonna be fun. Like Elon Musk was like, dude, this is not gonna be fun. Like this is gonna be like the craziest sixteen. Okay. This is gonna be like the craziest roller coaster ride and just like not gonna be fun to do this like a forty five minute trip across the earth. It'll be it'll be exhilarating, but it's not gonna be really comfortable. That's what he said. Um advanced the ceiling to direct airflow that force will keep from free floating. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Um, as far as a release date for the lower decks, we're still working on it. Um, we don't really want to put a date on it because we still have a bunch of work to do. Um, but we are working on it. So I, I, we can't really put a date on it yet because we, we still have to do renders and a bunch of other stuff too. It's a lot of work that goes into these things. So no actual date yet, but I can guarantee you we're working on it and it's awesome. So far, so good. Um, but if seat belts are required in seats, but if stowed away, the seats at least have the ability to have a harness available. Oh, so, so if the seats are stowed, so like a disaster type situation where if the seats are stowed, there's like a, there's like a, uh, like a harness for somebody to maybe you could sleep here too. That might be a thing. By the way, check this out. I want to show you guys this too. Um, where is this video? Oh, check this out. This is for... Um, I'm going to play this video real quick. Just a snippet of it. So this is the Alon, the glass. The aluminum, the transparent aluminum armor. Check this out. With a bullet. Okay, that's without it. Or that's just with regular. This is a bullet trying to go through Alon. It just... Do you see that? It just smashes on the side there. It just hits it, smashes it. So, you know, micrometeoroids, meteorites, it could be a, it's a big worry, right? There's just other stuff. There's stuff floating around out there. There's little rocks, there's little pebbles, and they're going tens of thousands of miles an hour. And, you know, if you, if one of those things hits your ship, I mean, space is big, so there's not as much, you know, there's a lot of, space out there and you know the uh the possibility that you run into something like you know s- space junk basically is it's it's available so you kind of worry about that like what's what are the windows going to be made of are they going to be bulletproof are they going to be meteorite proof are they going to be you know uh is stuff going to fly through your windows and like take out the whole crew what's going to happen if there's a breach of the hull you know how do they fix it um. Yeah. Legit next space station uh, has to have some kind of artificial rotating habitat. That's gonna be a big space station, man. That's gonna be a big space station. I mean, you could do a hamster wheel. <laughs> Elon, Elon, quid I think not. <laughs> I think not. I think um. So, so what are the also like what are the um what are the the effects on the body while you're traveling in zero G for so long? And then all of a sudden you land on Mars? You know, what's the the reentry and stuff like that? I mean, we've done it from low Earth orbit, but we've never done it from here to Mars. Is it any different? Mars gravity is not the same as Earth. Uh reentry on Mars will not be the same as re-entry on Earth. So Um, you know, what's the, what's the effects on the body for that too? How much is of a starship is used for fuel storage? We're not sure yet. Uh, they're still working on that too. And they have, like we were saying before, they have concepts of it, but no, they're, they're not 100% sure exactly how much yet, but they're still working on it. So that's, that's the other thing too. Like what SpaceX releases, it's not always going to be 100% true at the time of launch right they they figured out some engineering but things change like it's always subject to change so when they release renders and when they release stuff it's not it's not gospel because things change all the time they're an engineering team right so like spacex is an engineering company and they want to make things better so we'll see how much there's going to be how much fuel there's going to be in a um in a starship but right now you know a bunch a bunch of room for fuel, but also there's a bunch of room for humans, so that's what we are that's what we're working on here. We're doing the human part of it. We're not doing the engineering as much. Um, for and en- for emergency okay, so the straps would be for emergencies or lay flat and relax get okay, the suits are required also, but if seats are removed and stowed, something mechanical or drastic. yeah, I mean that's cool. I think the I think having straps in places p- for people just to hang out is a cool idea. Uh, they do it on the space station so let's see let me see if i can find this i I had a video last night and it was amazing here's here's like kinda check this out when you're sleeping in the space station you're kind of strapped to the wall so maybe when you're relaxing you just have like they have footholds in the space station too which is pretty cool so if you're just hanging out you just kind of like wrap your feet underneath the uh, underneath these hooks and like these bars, you put your feet under them and you just kind of stand there. It's kind of cool. Do you have an elevator to move the crew to different decks? There's no need for an elevator because it's zero G. Um, you can just fly literally just fly just like the space station. So um, but when you land, that's a different thing. So ladders, etc. cetera may have to be introduced at that point could it be like a you know like an afterthought because it might get in the way like a ladder might get in the way if you do like a, you know so if you're going through this area through this hole here you know could there be a ladder in there yeah probably i mean there could be could be a ladder so you know that's a that's a thing you know we got to think about those things too before we launch how many um how many things do we add later on during the launch or not during the launch but like during the mission you know what what are the little things what are the human things we need in order for the mission to succeed um let me oh here we go here's the video for you let me let me show you this cool video um of the space station maybe this will give you guys some ideas for future because we're going to be doing these um these kind of like future-looking videos every once in a while. um So I want I want you guys to check out the parts of this video. I'm going to scrub through it, but I want you to check this out. This is a a uh, a tour of the space station. And I'm going to mute it, kind of just so you know we don't get copyright stuff somewhere. But these are. Here we go. Check this out
0: this is where four out of six of us sleep and so people always ask about sleeping in space do you lie down are you in a bed um not really because it doesn't matter you don't really have the sensation of lying down you just sit in your sleeping and her hair too so it's wild here's one <laughs> sleep station right here i'm going in right now
1: this is cool you can
0: follow me if you want
1: there's a lot of room in a space station
0: so i'm inside it's sort of like a little phone booth, um, but it's pretty comfy. I've got a sleeping that's bag. A, that's a decent right amount of space. That we sleep in, so we don't have a, sort of like a little bit of a cover. We don't fly all over the place, um, but you know you can sleep in any orientation. I have it sleeping, feeling like I'm standing up right now, but like you saw, I'm on the floor. But it doesn't matter if I turn over, and I sleep. Upside down. I can't have it. I don't have any sensation in my head that tells me that I'm upside down. So it really doesn't matter. The sleep station is also like a little office. We've got a computer in here. As you can see, we've got a couple little toys. I've got some books. I've got some clothes and other things that make it sort of like home. I'm coming out.
1: Well, look at this. There's other and just for there's other places to sleep that's too.
0: one sleep station.
1: Watch this. This, this is one's cool. cool. You just go to the other wall, right here, you go to the other wall, you hang out, you go into the, into the hole, and then there's one on the ceiling right here and you just just slip in. It's pretty amazing. Then there's another one on the other wall. wall. And how cool is this? Right. So these are, these are things you think about as you're, um, you know, as you're producing videos like this too, you know, what, how do people, she's brushing her teeth and she has crazy hair, um but what's the what's the restroom gonna look like this is the iss restroom right here and if you if they zoom in eventually but it says uh let's see if i can catch it catch a glimpse of it right there international space station orbital outhouse team (laughs) i was super pumped when i I saw that i was like dude come on that's amazing (laughs) International Space Station orbital outhouse team, and they have their own <laughs> they have their own uh, decal up there. Pretty awesome, awesome patch. What's up, Debs? Yeah. So, um, oh, who said that? Um, Rastko. Yeah. That's see. That's what I was thinking too. When you just going back to this, you can barely walk after months in zero G. So if you're on the station for months and then you land. Like you have to have a crew of people there to help you, you know, walk again. Right. So there's rehab and all these other things that you do. And, um, you know, I I think, um, I think that's going to be a big problem. Um, so I think, I think there's going to be a a thing, right? So they have to figure that out. They have to figure that poor Scott Kelly. I know, right um so these this is the bathroom as well so there's there's a toilet right that's the toilet that's for number two that's for number two and this right here this beautiful tube is for number one she goes on to say um she goes on to say you know you have to be really careful where you aim because sometimes it can get messy and there's you know because water you know it goes all over the place when you're in space there's a little bit of suction on either one of these two. So on that, you put it, you know, your number one place and number two place is down here. Little little tube down there, a little hole for number two. Right there, that's your number two hole. And there's a little bit of suction to make sure everything goes well. But yeah, there's she goes through all of these, um, all of these, you know, toiletries, Uh, Wet wipes, dry wipes, there's toilet paper. There's different kinds of toilet paper. She said the Russian toilet paper is um, a little bit scratchier than the other ones, than the tissues. So, yeah, you go through, like, those kind of things, you know, the outhouse, the space station outhouse. But I want to show you guys, so this is where they keep their food, too, because it's not like a four-star kitchen. It's not like Gordon Ramsay's up there on the International Space Station. They keep their food in bags. Like, this is their kitchen right here. That's it. That's what they got. Yeah. So th- all your food's in these little bags. And then you prepare them and, you know, do what you got to do. Salt and pepper doesn't work. To find final grain, uh, grains. You can't just be like, pour some salt on it. Can't be like, grind some pepper on it. You can't do that. It doesn't work. So all these things. Um, and then she has fluff, you know, like the, the creature comforts as well. Those are the things that are going to be important for people going from, um, you know, going from Earth to Mars. It's like the creature comforts, because if you want, if you're going to survive, you got to be happy, too. You can't be there. You can't go to Mars and be miserable, miserable when you get there. But it also can't be like a luxury cruise ship. It can be as close as possible. And that's what we're kind of trying to build is like a luxury cruise ship to get to Mars. But also, um, you know, it there's going to be things that you know what you need to do in order to um, to make the make the trip work. So I'm going to scrub through and try to find the footholds. I think it's right at the beginning here. Okay, so this is a right here, see this blue bar on the bottom here? This is one of the bar holds, right? So you can you can stick your feet under that so you don't keep moving. And like these areas are small enough where if you, you know, if you do get trapped somewhere, can kind of like kick your foot or like grab something there's bars on all around there's one at the top here one up here one on the side and one at the bottom too and there's little bars all over the place where you can grab onto and like little handholds like this throughout the space station so you can grab onto a lot of stuff on the station like this you can grab onto this you can grab onto like these little hatch areas um that area too there's like a lot of open spaces where you can grab onto um yeah. So anything that's, anything that's grabbable, you can grab onto a lot of stuff. So we're doing, which we did the opposite for the flight deck, which is like, just make it beautiful, make it amazing, make it look great. And that's the, that was the key to ours because um, we wanted it to look cool. You know, they did get a mini oven. They have, they have a pizza oven up there so they can make uh, homemade pizzas up there, which is great. What's up, Andy? This time, this week, it is your birthday. Happy birthday, man. Anything that's crumbly like bread will congest the airflow and computer modules. Remember that episode of The Simpsons? And I think Homer... Was it ants? Did he let... Let out an ant colony and like uh, something. Donuts, was it? When he was on the space station? Check out Skylab Interior. Oh yeah, we did a little bit of Skylab for the first video. Liam... Mm, space pizza. Well, oh, cookie oven, too. Wow. So i want to go to the space station more than I did before. <laughs> this is what you're saying. Like, I should probably go to the space station because there's pizza and cookies. Frozen ice cream. Oh, that sounds good. The Monk. Happy birthday eight days ago. Um, Starship will feature a stove oven for making Italian, a stone oven for making Italian pizza. That would be awesome. I don't think that's gonna happen, but that would be awesome. That would be an that would be an amazing, amazing trip. But yeah, there's there's all sorts of stuff to grab onto, uh, in the space station. So, um, you know, we want to we want to make sure that everyone's kind of taken care of, and you know that uh, people can stow themselves away in their little crew quarters where they go to sleep. Everyone has their their uh, their whatever the they take to the station uh they take their own music they take you know personal effects from home they're gonna have to do the same stuff for starship too because they're gonna be traveling to mars which is nowhere near home it takes a while to get there it takes months to get there so you don't really want to go there without the things that are comfortable to you you know like your favorite stuffed animal or favorite whatever you know or your favorite food, you know, stow it away in your little cap, your little uh, cabin, right? So does everybody get a cabin to sleep in, right? So everyone gets their own little cabin, uh, everyone gets their own personal space. Uh, do they share things? Uh, she was talking about that it, it's, um, I think it might have been uh, another astronaut. I was watching an interview last night from another astronaut. He said basically you're on the on the space station for you know a couple months. Right, so it's kind of like a a summer a camping trip, right? So you get to know everybody really well, and everyone's friends, and you know um, you hang out, everyone's cool. Um, but then you get to go home, but it's not going to be like a, that on Mars. You're gonna it's just like you're moving into this big house with everybody. So it's a, it's going to be a little bit different. The dynamics going to be a little bit different, but it's going to be pretty similar because the first you know what's the you know what are the um what's the psychology behind it too and that's that's a whole other video <laughs> so we're not going to get into that right away not going to get into that one um yeah um hold on let's see let's catch up a chat here japanese box hotel like cabins that's a good idea um alex we see you you can stop spamming please Thank you. All right, Alex, I'm going to time you out forever. Not forever, for 300 seconds. But we got a spammer. They're going to get the ban hammer. They're going to get the uh, the hamburger, the ban hamburger. <laughs> cabins are necessary. Japanese box motels are too small. I mean, these these astronauts seem to be okay with just kind of, you know, they have a lot of space of their own, but they also have their little crew cabins. Have their own little computers in there, you know. They have their laptops where they can communicate with people like this. Uh, maybe they have their own communications with home. You know, they can they can look. Uh, you know, whoops, I, scr- I scrub forward too much. But yeah, you know, they have their own little areas. There we go. Scrub back there. Their own computers. Um, have she has her own headphones. Um, her own personal things. So maybe. There's so, there is so much space, Neil. It's so awesome, man. I'm so pumped. Uh, Would couples share a crew quarter together? I guess so. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. That's, there's no room for them, but maybe. You don't need much space because semi-truck cab is very small. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing too. Like, do you need a lot of space? You don't. You probably don't need it, you know? You don't need a lot of space, but it'd be awesome to have a lot of space if you're traveling to it. You're literally living on a new planet. It would be nice to have a little bit of space of your own. So I, I think it would be nice to have more space. You don't need it, though. You know? But it would be um, the cabin space. Dude, a VR starship fly-through? I got my Oculus right over there. I would be pumped about that. That'd be cool, Joe. Uh, maybe it will be individual cabins, but you can remove the middle panel to share a cabin with your couple. Maybe. That would be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. And then you store that, the uh, center thing there. Do all the cabins have windows? Maybe. Let's, let's think about that for a second. Um, can't, really, can't really tell anything about that, but it would be pretty cool. Would be pretty cool. All right, so Neil gave gave it away. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. <laughs> All right, I thought we were gonna be a little bit sneaky about it. <laughs> All right, you can disclose whatever you want to disclose. There's only six cabins in the seventh, uh, and with seventh astronauts up there, one has to sleep in the Crew Dragon. I sleep in a Crew Dragon. That'd be awesome. Um, do you think it will be in hypersleep? Nah, they're just gonna be a, they're gonna be alive and. Alive and well, floating around. I don't think there's going to be any sort of hyper-sleeping. They might sleep a bunch. I don't know. It depends. They um, need to bring a 3D printer. I think that'd be cool. Um, Mariela, you have my Twitch and my Discord. Oh, yeah. By the way, we're on Twitch every Tuesday and Thursday um, at noon. So twitch.tv slash space news pod. We're trying to, trying to grow that channel. Um, so we can do more on Twitch and on YouTube too. So Tuesdays and Thursdays on Twitch, we do shows just like this. So discussions about, you know, starships, stuff like that. And we play games and we just have a good time. So it's fun. Uh, so they could use cabins in 12 hour shifts, colored lights in common spaces that match colors on personal storage areas in cabins. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a pretty cool idea. As you can see, um, there's a lot of color coding going on. Let me see here. I'm not sure what the color coding is for, but um, there's a lot of color coding on these bags and stuff, too. So could be possible. And notice there's a lot of these blue bars color coded, color coded things everywhere. Blue bars to grab onto this blue bar over here. Yeah, and look at how the toothpaste sticks to the wall. That's pretty neat. Um, I think it's more important to have important to have efficient storage space than more living space if given the choice. Um, it depends. So if we can send things there first, right? So if we send starships full of supplies, if we send tankers full of supplies first, um, when you get there, you're not going to need much. Right. So you're not going to need much. But when you're on your way there, if you have enough stuff to get there and then like a little bit of extra just in case, you know, if you're like, I want two slices of pizza tonight, not just one. <laughs> you know, that was me last night. I'm like, oh, man, I want two slices. I'm, I'm a little bit hungry. Um, I think there's going to be a good mix. I think. I think we have to come up with a really good mix of storage and personal space and human space because we have to remember that there are people going there and that, you know, when you're going to someplace, when you're taking a six-month cruise on a, on a you know, aboard a, a cruise liner, it has to be comfortable. So this is going to be like, we're making the luxurious starship. That's what we're doing. Dabs, thanks so much for that. Thanks so much for that. Oh, look at this, look at this, look what we got here. Come here, this is for you Debs. Oh, you saw the super chat, didn't you? Oh, look at this doggy. I know, I know, I know doggy. I know, Ugh. you're weird, you're weird. I know, what are you doing? Don't lick inside my mouth, okay? Cause you're a gross, you're a gross dog. All right, so we're gonna ask Scrappy because she is the scrubby, the space dog. We're gonna ask her if Starship should have more should should starship have windows or monitors? Okay script. Uh, windows or screens. okay here we go. One lick means yes for Windows. two or more licks means screens. okay here we go. And and lick. Oh she wants screens. She doesn't want windows she wants screens. You are an engineering dog. Get out of here. You're the worst. All right, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here, you weirdo. And she licked my eye. I'm probably going to get pink eye now. (laughs) Get out of here, you weirdo. She's a wizard. HM, holy cow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. It's amazing. Coming in hot with the 1000 CFA. Thank you so much. That really helps a lot. We can do so. Those are things that these kind of things, hm, like in Debs, when you guys donate, when you guys do super chats, super stickers, we can make more Starship videos. So thanks so much for that, hm. I I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So we we take this money that people give super chats for, and we like basically hire hire Neo Pork and like keep the crew going and keep the show going so it's really important that we get those things so thanks so much um cruise ships are a great way to see luxury accommodations in light space in tight spaces i just thought of that yeah so one of my friends goes on cruises all the time it's like a cruise junkie and he was talking about a cruise like last month before like everything happened um and like how luxurious and amazing it is. There's like pools and there's like games you can play. You can go back to your cabin and your cabin's luxurious and you don't have to like worry about anything. Everything's ready for you. And I was like, dude, I want to do that, but I don't want to be on an ocean doing it. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty, I think the, uh, I think we're going to kind of like do a mixture of like a Navy vessel Right. The crew quarters in the Navy and then like crew quarters in, you know, like a cruise ship, something like that. They need submarine and cruise ship designers to work together. Yeah. So it's like a luxury, a luxury purposeful place to stay. I think that's I think is what we're going for. Danny, thanks so much for the sub. And uh, I don't know how to say it uh, I'm bad with names thank you for the sub thanks everybody for the subs too by the way if you use it um wrong enough even a starship a starship can be a cruise ship (laughs) right well you're cruising through space man what do you think we'll see the next starship test launch um they did a static fire successful static fire last night so i think starship they did i think a week or two um Hey Will, so when is your next Starship Interior video coming out? Uh we're working on it. And we don't have an exact date for the launch of the video, but we're we're working on it and we'll get it out to you as soon as we get it done. I wish, I wish I had an answer for you. Because I'm just like everybody else. Like, I just want to see this stuff. I'm like a Kinda candy store. I love it. I love it. I think, I think this is like when I was a kid, like since I can't be an astronaut, now I can kind of like make astronaut stuff. So I'm pretty happy. Pretty happy about that. Next starship test could be five days, four hours and 54 minutes. Yeah, it could be, could be a week, maybe two. Um, Yeah. So that would be pretty cool if it was in five days though. That's the static fire was totally fine last night. Uh, Been in overnight trains, small living spaces. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Overnight trains. Those are, that's a really good idea. Um, first scheduled day for launch attempt is next Monday. Oh, I hope they do it. I really do. I hope we do. Uh, we're just wrapping up, actually. Laser Luke. Luca? Laser Luca? We're just wrapping up. So, um, yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. So... We did something from like, I did something kind of weird and, uh, I posted a thing on YouTube, but I guess not a lot of people got it because the members of the show, everybody who's a member, um, or maybe I just didn't, I wasn't clear about, um, what, what would be the best way to do this. I didn't communicate well. Um, but when we do these kind of Q and A's members of the channel or Patreon patrons get their questions answered first. So what I was hoping to happen is that members would post their questions, which I didn't put in the post, unfortunately. I don't think I put that in the post. Like, hey, post your questions down below so I know what to answer first or, like, if you have any questions about stuff. But, um, yeah, so that that was a thing. (laughs) That was a thing. I was like, oh, man, I missed out. But next time there's going to be more uh, communication between myself and you guys, especially members of the channel and Patreon patrons, because, um, you know, I want to answer your questions first because you've helped out the show. So, you know, I want to do something back for you, you know? Um, yeah. Sorry. I'm not a member. I don't have enough money. You know what, Matthew? It's okay. It's totally cool. I'm just happy you're here to be honest with you. Yeah. And just, just be here. Um, and you know, give it a like that's as that's as good as you can do is give it a like and that really helps a ton yeah grug you are absolutely correct yeah it's just you don't have to be a member you don't have to if you want to that's cool but just being here and hanging out hit the like button and sharing it with friends is uh, sharing the channel with friends is just as just as good um how much would a commercial starship journey be we're not sure alex I mean, there's so many different numbers thrown around, like anywhere between like, like a million bucks um, to, you know, $250,000, anywhere, anywhere, anywhere from like a million to $6 million, anywhere in between there. Uh, but they want to be able to launch Starship for... One million, I think. Is that right? A million bucks. They want to, they want to launch it for a million. So if they get people to sign up to go to Mars, those are crazy people. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, like you got to be at another level. Not crazy in like the bad way, but crazy in like you're like an extreme athlete, like that. Like you're one of those people that climbs Mount Everest. Like that's, that's hard. Like you are insanely um like dedicated to this. So that's that's awesome. And you'll probably you know, you'll probably find a way to make that money to do it. Um yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, the first people to go to Mars, they might get funding from sponsorships, you know. Elon was like, "Yeah, just go to Mars. You like just find the money. You'll you'll do it." <laughs> that's pretty much what he's saying. Like, "Yeah, you'll find the money." Um so if extreme you want to go to Mars, how extreme is it to want to go to Titan? Uh, yeah, you're not coming back, Kyle. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's even more extreme. That's probably one of the most, like one of the, one of the things about adventurous people is that sometimes they don't really, um, they don't really care about the, you know, if they don't make it back, you know, but they did this thing so other people could make the journey after them better. Right. So like they make the ultimate sacrifice, so people after them. So these first people that go to Mars, they're gonna possibly maybe be making the ultimate sacrifice and not making it back because they need to test stuff. It's like the people, like the settlers throughout eons of humans, you know, settling different areas, like you walk from this side of the continent to this side of the continent because you think that it's going to open up possibilities for people like your children or your children's children. And that's what these first settlers to Mars are going to be like. It's going to be like they're going to open up the possibilities like the first people that went to the moon. Like they opened up possibilities for SpaceX now to make a starship so they can go to the moon and to Mars. Imagine this. Sell your home and move to Mars and there will be a habitat waiting for you when you get there. Yeah. Sell your house for 400,000 bucks you jump on a rocket and there's like a little bubble to sleep in when you get there. That's pretty amazing. That'll be amazing. I think that's I think a lot of people are thinking like that too, you know? So you're home for half a million bucks. Jump on a starship and then, you know, maybe you get a sponsorship or something like that, I don't know. Um but you know, maybe making maybe, maybe a million bucks to get to Mars? I don't know. They're they're throwing around all sorts of numbers. Different people are saying different things. So there's no concrete stuff. We're just waiting. We're waiting for SpaceX to get some, um, you know, that's, we're waiting for them to, uh, to announce some numbers at some point. So, and they've thrown out a few numbers themselves, but we don't really know yet. George Mallory said he climbed Mount Everest because it's there. Space is there. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, hey, why not? Might as well. Like, what else do I got to do? Like, I got six months. I'll train to climb up Mount Everest. I got six months. What else are you going to do with your life? A lot of, you know, a lot of adventurers think like, what am I going to work at a gas station? No, I'm going to go climb that giant mountain or I'm going to jump out of a helicopter onto the side of a mountain on my snowboard or whatever. Just because, why not? (laughs) Those are the people that make humanity fun. Like, I'm not really one of those people. I'm a skateboarder. I'm a snowboarder, but I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to, you know, pr- I'm probably not going to go to the space station if I could. Maybe I would. Uh, but it's it's dan- super dangerous. So, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be the first to do it. I know that. Uh, Alex, it's all good, man. No need to apologize. Have a good day. Um, journey to Mars is about 69 months. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's a, It's a trek, man. It's a trek. But you think about it. People from the East Coast of the United States made it to the West Coast of the United States six to nine months. Eh, relatively. But you can, also, you can also hunt on your way from the East Coast to the West Coast. You can also forge rivers. I mean, have you ever played the Oregon Trail? It's the same thing. It's more what I can convince my wife to let me get away with. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, I hear you. Um, it costs a million to fill Starship. Yeah, that's what what they're hoping. A million per launch. So... Yeah, pre-flight training costs for 18 months would be more than a million dollars. Yeah, you have to train, too. That's another another huge part of this. It's like, you're not just going to jump in a Starship and go to Mars. Like, there's going to be a waiting list. There's going to be people that'll want to go before you. But also, you have to train for a while. That's a really good point, Debs. Yeah, so I think... uh, yeah, I think that's a it's an important thing to think about. Kerbal Space Program is a fun game, right? And that's uh that's kind of we can do simulations with that. I have a starship um that I might actually I might do that on Twitch tomorrow if you guys want to watch. Um I know it's Thanksgiving for a lot of people, but I might do that at noon tomorrow. We have some family stuff going on tomorrow, but I can possibly possibly do a twitch stream tomorrow because it is thanksgiving around here um so it's a holiday but i kind of want to do it anyway because i think it'll be fun so yeah let's do some kerbal tomorrow matthew on twitch so you can go to twitch.tv slash space news pod to uh to check that out my twitch demunk is space news pod all one word and we're growing it so Let's see. I don't even know how many people we have on there yet. I'm just kind of like doing my thing. Let's see. We have 77 followers on Twitch so far. Yeah. So this is the uh, this is the Twitch right here. Whoops. So we do we do other games and we do like um, you know we just do other conversations like that. So it's similar. Wow, this is kind of weird it's like inception man dude (laughs) this one we talked about um starship elon musk and how how much money he makes yeah so then we played some among us (laughs) which is pretty cool well yeah it's it's pretty cool man it's it's similar to this but it's a little bit more relaxed a little bit more laid back and then we play some games so it's pretty fun So anyway guys, I'm going to wrap this up for today. Uh, I want to say thank you so much for stopping by. I'm going to try to get Kerbal working for tomorrow so we can do a launch. Hopefully we can maybe get super heavy to orbit. I don't know. We'll see. Are you doing the the ultra heavy Is Starship ultra heavy? Blobby? Blobby was the imposter. <laughs> uh man, that, was, that would be amazing. Uh, will Neuralink play a role on Mars? Probably not. Not right away. I don't think so. I think they're, those are two different things. You just got on. <laughs> John, I can't. I got to do a bunch of stuff. Um, growing plants. Yes, exactly. Mental health, growing plants. We have some friends that know some stuff about mental health stuff. So might have to talk to those guys about, um, you know, future Mars missions and how they could uh, possibly talk about. Maybe we can get them on the show. I don't know. They're good friends of ours so possibly so i'll see you guys on twitch tomorrow twitch.tv slash space news pod and thanks so much for having this q a and like just hanging out and talking about starship windows 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 uh cameras instead of windows launch deck hazards we had crew quarters stuff today too um so if you have any other ideas if you have anything else we're on discord or you can tweet me at space news pod on Twitter, um, or you can just stop by Twitch and say hi tomorrow, and we'll have another show. So it was really fun. I had a really great time, and we're gonna do this again because I I loved it. I thought it was cool. So thanks, guys, and I'll see you tomorrow.